0: welcome to america's commercial real estate show your source for market intel forecasts and strategies and hopefully a little bit of fun hello i'm michael ball thank you for joining us This segment is brought to you by my company, Bull Realty, for commercial real estate services, leasing, uh, tenant rep, uh, selling buildings, anything you need, give us a call. You can reach me directly. uh, Email is michael at bullrealty.com. Well, we have a great show for you today. One of the things that folks are thinking about, maybe more intently than they used to, is asset allocation. And in looking at risk of your current portfolio, Uh, and your acquisitions and and development. Let's talk about that today. Please welcome my guest, it's Dave Codre. Dave is CEO of Greenleaf Capital Partners and he's here in Studio One. Dave, thanks for coming in.
1: Yeah, excited to be here, thanks for having me.
0: So you guys have been involved for many years in a lot of different property types. I mean, you guys have office, you have medical, you have retail, you've got single tenant net lease. Uh, and and the dreaded office properties, right? People say <laughs> dreaded, but we're like, hey, how can we find more of them? Yeah. <laughs> how can we find more of them? So when you look at the market today, uh, you know what do you what are you seeing? What what asset types are most favorable to your, your you and your investors? Yeah, right now
1: we're trying to find as like you mentioned, single story. We we want single story assets mainly mm-hmm. because we know how to operate them. Mm-hmm. We feel like we can reduce some risk if we know what the heck we're doing. And we can we can better assess that on a single story, sometimes two story office yeah. type of office. Yeah. Right. So we're we're seeing a lot of good deals in the market around that, and then we're converting them to a different use. It's not necessarily it just stays as office, but it could be converted to half flex, half office up front. Sometimes it's warehouse use. And there's a lot of different things that can be used for, and we're reducing our sizes. So we're looking for. It doesn't matter what the whole building is, but if we can get a suite that comes out to like five thousand square feet, seven thousand square feet, there's a lot of business demand right now to move into that space and move in quickly.
0: I like that. I love that. You know, and I sell office buildings around the country, and I've seen the same thing uh, when the current use now. We go in buildings, and the smaller suites are active. The smaller companies are active. They're using their space, and it's the big companies with big spaces that you know or seem to be less used.
1: Yeah, the, the bigger spaces are kind of daunting. You're going to look at a hundred thousand square feet or, yeah. or something that's
0: yeah that's huge. But
1: we're doing a, a bunch of conversions where you've got a twenty five thousand square foot building that we can divide up to four or five suites, and we rent them pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, well, you might get a lot of calls because no one's buying office they say today. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I mean, we think about it could have been really been anything before that. You know, we, we're doing a deal right now that it's office right and it's vacant so it's a, it's a vacant building that we're gonna buy and and reposition that asset but when we we're opening things up like it still had the roll-up doors in the walls mm-hmm. from when it was a flex building so
0: right.
1: it's a single story asset that we can do something with yeah. pretty quickly
0: yeah that's great um, what do you think about retail today
1: well we we've had a lot of good success with mm-hmm. retail mm-hmm. I think when you compare the types of tenants that are in all the various retail outlets like some of these are exceptionally well-run organizations Mm -hmm. with incredible real estate teams. So a lot of retail tenants are not just like willy nilly picking a location to be in. Right. You know, they've got, you know, we went to ICSC and we're out there in Vegas Mm -hmm. talking to the dollar general real estate team. Mm -hmm. Everyone's worked there for like 25 years. They know exactly what they're buying. Right. They know exactly what they're doing. So it's like, okay, that makes your decisions a little easier when you've got an organization that's that good at what they do. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're trying to find as many of the single tenant. We like single tenant retail versus the mixed retail. Right. Um, it's easier for us to kind of underwrite and get through and easier on the lending front right. with one known tenant. So we're able to find those deals and and um, they work pretty well. They're good for a long-term hold and generate cash flow. Yeah.
0: yeah and I think the single tenant net lease market um, is usually um, popular during uh, slowdowns in the commercial real estate world right people are looking for the safety of that high credit tenant that's that's yeah. probably still busy and probably still doing really well
1: right yeah and i think you've got to look at what the brand that's in there you right. know some brands definitely do better than other brands right but yeah. if you're looking at a, a brand that's a strong performer um i i think that reduces your risk a lot
0: are you seeing some um deals that you'll still buy in the single tenant net lease world that our negative leverage, where your cap rates maybe lower than your finance rate, we just get
1: less debt less if we're debt. looking at those situations. Yeah, because
0: we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna do something where, you
1: know, the debt cost is ten percent. Mm-hmm. I mean, interest rates. We do mostly amortizing loans, mm-hmm. so we're not gonna really go in and do interest only too much. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more conservative play. So that, that can hurt your cash flow, but also believe that's a safer strategy. Yeah, long term. Yeah. So we just have less debt. Yeah. Which isn't entirely
0: a bad situation. That's a, a good thing. It's situ- you know, not thing. bad. That's a good thing. So the headlines are out there that uh, commercial real estate's doomed, office's doomed, uh, kind of like the the Great Recession. They said housing was doomed and during COVID retail was, was doomed. Uh, now they're saying banks are, are, are doomed. Uh, what are you seeing at the, uh, uh, from your yeah. desk? I kind of like hearing that kind of stuff because uh-huh.
1: when you go out there and people are saying, oh, this is all going to be terrible. It's like, hmm, maybe I should go look there then. Right. And I, after the fact, everyone says, oh, those are good times to buy things. It's like, well, it's at the same point when everyone's saying everything is terrible. Maybe that's a good time to look at it. Absolutely. That um, yeah, We haven't seen like just utter newsworthy collapse of stuff. Yeah. Like, there's deals out there. Yeah. But we're still, you know, even if office being a bad word is like, we're still signing office leases. Yeah. We just, we signed a lease last week on an office basis, 3,500 square feet, not 100,000 square feet. Right. I think those are certainly. Those are probably tied up for a while. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. we don't buy those assets.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. And lenders are doing loans for you, right? Conservative loan. I, I
1: yeah. think conservative loans. Yeah. We're not getting ninety percent interest only leverage. Right. Right. But we were never trying to get that before anyway. So, right. We're you know we're doing a loan this month. We're getting sixty four percent leverage and we're paying around six percent
0: on a single tenant. On at a least, single tenant credit, tenant yeah. deal. And it's okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, it's more back to historic normal rates, right? So for those of us who, you know, been here a long time, it's like these rates really aren't aren't high; they're really just normal, right? A normal world, yeah. right? Um, so, what do you think about uh, uh, industrial right now? So it seems to always seems to be a really hot sector.
1: Yeah, demand has just mm-hmm. has been exceptionally strong mm-hmm. in industrial, and a lot of that too is when we're buying smaller industrial assets, mm-hmm. you can't really build a big industrial asset close to Atlanta.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where are you going to, you know, where are you going to do it? Yeah. So demand is kind of full. I mean, yeah, they build bigger ones like further and further out on the highways, mm-hmm. but in town or anything that's like remotely closer to town, it's hard to find that space. Yeah. So it's pretty much all full. Right. I think it's, you know, we operate a lot in the the Northeast part of Atlanta. It's like mm-hmm. 97% mm-hmm. full on industrial space. And we've seen rents you know, we've, We've bought some industrial deals where rents were like two or three dollars, mm-hmm. and that's because they were in place from ten years ago and they had not been like adjusted by the owner. Or, you know, some kind of situation, right? Right. Right. And you know now they're in the low teens. It's a big, it's a yeah. big difference.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so, crazy. We've seen some uh, tenants get some real rate shock there. Yeah, it's, if you go from two to twelve, yeah. it's like wait, wait a minute here. Yeah. What is happening? But you guys have properties uh, all over the southeast, right?
1: Yeah, we're we're in. Pretty much all the states in the southeast, mm-hmm. and we're we love the southeast from some standpoint of population growth. Mm-hmm. I think if you're in an area with more demand, you can cover up. You can cover up a lot of things that are happening. Eventually, you're going to make some mistakes in real estate, but if yep. you're a population yep. growth in a growing area, yeah, it certainly helps.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, well they that's like land; they're not making any more of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they stopped making
1: they stopped <laughs> making land a while ago.
0: What? <laughs> What do you see today in your, and from your desk uh, related to you know, value add versus core versus uh, va- yeah. different ways to do value add? What do you see today? Yeah, I mean, we, we focused on
1: value add. So we haven't done like development type work, mm-hmm. but the value add stuff is all about time in, in our in our playbook. is like how fast can we go get some of this stuff done? Because a lot of the times the time delays can really crush a project. hmm and even coming back from, from COVID, like getting mechanical equipment is still lengthy, mm-hmm. right? So if you've got to do a big HVAC remodel on stuff, it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. So if you can find a value add where you know, some of the ones that are going to take a lot longer to do that you don't have to do, you can kind of get ahead of the picture there. So. That
0: makes sense. And then of course you are buying core if you're buying the single tenant net lease least credit tenant stuff. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and that's your core and your value add is more of the uh, office and industrial
1: yeah, office. Really, just single-story conversions to something that's useful. Mm-hmm. It may have been office. I mean, we bought a, we bought a single-story. I don't even know what you would have called it, but it was essentially packed to the brim with old computer equipment. Mm-hmm. You had to walk around it like in a maze. Right. We see stuff like that. I'm like, this is exciting because this is a disaster. We can clean <laughs> this out and we can rent it to someone who's going to actually use it. Right. Right. So I don't know if that was, uh, trash office i have no idea what you would even call that one we bought right but it's a good deal now because we cleaned everything out
0: yeah i just uh (laughs) i just listed a uh an office building i think it's about thirty thousand square feet and um i would say it's a d class yeah i'm feeling that perfect perfect. (laughs) i didn't see i didn't see they say a b and c i didn't see (laughs) option for d uh and it's and we sold it in a day uh and I'm like you've you've been in this building, right? It's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, it's people ask us too sometimes, like yeah. what what
1: type do you buy, and they're like, is it like you know class B? I was like, what's class F? What's class <laughs> F? It's like just it's vacant. It's a disaster. We're gonna start from there.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, but you also have some very nice properties. I know we've helped you buy uh, some of them. Yeah. But But uh, you yeah. also, what do you think about medical today as part of your allocation strategy? What,
1: I would say 2021 we had a pretty good run with medical mm-hmm. where we could get just phenomenal debt mm-hmm. a lot of our medical debt i think the lowest from a guy was 2.76 mm-hmm. percent on a 10-year fixed loan and nice it's a that was amazing and we were able to get mm-hmm. great medical tenants that signed long-term 10 plus year um leases mm-hmm. so it was very good and now their pricing is just too hard for us yeah like the pricing is pretty strong on medical assets i, mm-hmm. I think medical is a huge part of GDP. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these organizations have done phenomenally well over the past couple of years. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, it sounds like they're going to keep doing well. Yeah. But I think if you can find good, strong, you know, branded medical tenants versus an individual medical office, mm-hmm. um, they're kind of getting gobbled up by private equity firms right now. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're performing very well. They're good, strong businesses. So having the real estate that has a good, strong business in it.
0: Yeah. It's key. Yeah, that is key. We've I think we put five or no, six medical office buildings under contract in the last week. Yeah. Uh,
1: Probably good pricing yeah yeah, but, good pricing.
0: yeah, yeah, good pricing. Yeah, real good pricing. Um, so, well, what do you expect moving forward? I know you're looking for, um, you know, people are looking to for safe investments, right? In this market, so you so you like medical, you, you like single story office, you like industry, you like single tenant net lease. I know you also have buildings with some government tenants in them. What do you feel about the safety there?
1: You know, there's state government and federal government tenants and some yeah. of those we have there's VA clinics. They're a mix of medical and they're a mix of government backed entities. Yeah. And we've been bullish on those. Simply because they're a sticky tenant, they're they're, you know, mandated basically to be in different areas. Yeah. So they have very specific build outs that mm-hmm. uh keep them to be a stickier tenant. Yeah. And as long as you're taking care of things and, and they, they work well, most likely you, you have a good long term relationship there. Yeah. So we we like those assets just from that standpoint. That's a different type of money. Right? There's not a whole lot of equity multiple mm-hmm. opportunity there. It's more cash flow right that you're that you're buying there.
0: Right. But a safe cash flow, right? The government's yeah. gonna pay, they're just gonna take the money from us, right, and pay it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> pretty much i mean yes yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: they'll just take more and more or whatever they need yeah uh, and they'll keep paying the rent uh yeah that's it and we and we have several government leased uh, buildings on the market and coming on the market if you guys out there are looking to for safe allocation safe investments uh can get some cash flow well they what would you leave our audience with to think about for risk asset allocation what,
1: what you yeah you know real estate you you've got to understand what risk you're willing to take like where is that you want to take risk uh is it location based is it tenant based risk or is it operational risk like which one are you comfortable with and make sure that you've got any money you're putting into real estate it's uh, the exposure to risk is what the one that
0: you're comfortable with yeah and uh and and I guess uh credit investors can can invest in some of your deals right in your funds yeah we we yeah. use accredited
1: investors and mm-hmm. and syndicate money, pool money together mm-hmm. uh, to go buy various different assets. And we don't use a fund structure, so it's all just deal by deal. Yeah. And if it's an attractive opportunity, you know we're always open to having different investor groups come in and, and look at those with us.
0: Yeah. And their website is gogreenleafmanagement.com if you want to check out the their properties or potentially an, invest with them uh, or you have a building to sell to them, right? Yep, that one too. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out. All right, Dave, great information. Yeah, Thanks, thanks for joining us. And thanks for joining us around the country. Please let us know what you think. Please share the show. Please connect with us on social media. Hey, subscribe and like the show and all that great fun stuff. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty for commercial brokerage sales and leasing in the Southeast U.S. Contact our show host by email at michael at By Commercial Agent Success Strategies, 21 incredible one-hour agent training videos. Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com. By C5CCIM Summit, three days of commercial real estate networking, learning, and investing. Learn more and register at c5summit.realestate. And by Lumet. For senior housing, healthcare, and multifamily financing, visit lumet.com. For more podcasts and videos, subscribe and visit creshow.com.